0: What's up guys? Welcome to the Weekly Phoenix. Okay guys, so basically what we're doing here is we're (coughs) basically just starting a vlog, Phoenix Paranormal. Weekly Phoenix. I like, I like yeah. the ring of that. That's, that's very Phoenix. nice. So we're just going to be chatting
1: about paranormal stuff, right? I think this is a good good start of the entire vlog. I think the entire idea behind the vlog is there's so much to discuss. Not a lot of platforms in South Africa specifically that discusses oh, the whole paranormal quote-unquote industry. Um or culture I think is a more appropriate community word, South Africa. yeah community community yeah I mean um, we're sitting with so many groups that started and um, a lot of great groups out there um, and I think now with all the attention in South Africa flaring up um, with not just activity that's flaring up but, but but interest in general from the community I think it's a great time to actually do like a weekly a weekly Phoenix.
0: <laughs> Phoenix,
1: Phoenix, Phoenix. <laughs> and, and, and just have a casual discussion I mean when we say casual I mean literally I've got a nice uh, brandy in a pink kids cup so
2: got me fun. the red wine
0: cheers,
1: one. cheers. Um, I unfortunately have nothing <laughs> to drink
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah not, isn't much of a drinker nee? no not so much not so much <laughs>
2: But we're all full-time I, I, I parents did. and we need to take that age off.
0: I, I did drink at some stage in my life, but it just got to a stage where it's just, it wasn't, you know, being in a social environment with people with alcohol just wasn't fun for me anymore.
2: Who is this guy? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I mean, you know, when you go out to a mm. pub or a club, it's boring. It's really boring for me. Who is this guy? <laughs> Yeah, so I just sort of, I sort of grew out of it. I found other interests,
2: uh, found like it. the paranormal.
1: The same as, I mean, um, every time I walk into a pub, I wonder if it's a haunted pub. Uh, yeah, if exactly. If I go into a pub, I wonder if it's an old pub. So I, I agree with that. I, I'm not a, I'm not a very social guy that goes out to pubs and clubs and all of that. I think the last rave I went to was in high school. So let's leave that there. Um, but yeah. yeah, this whole topic, this whole discussion, is just an introduction to the entire series that we want to do. Um, it, just introduction to say who we are. For those who don't know, um, we are Phoenix Paranormal. Um, we've we've started. Phew, Sean, help me here. Uh, Ten years ago, thirteen,
0: twenty,
1: twenty fourteen. Yeah, 2014, so seven.
2: Is it seven, seven years now?
1: Seven years, basically. Yeah. It feels so much longer.
2: Yeah, but it's because I think we're all like soulmates or something. So it's like a lifelong friendship. <laughs> we were, prior to this, we were in a different group. So.
0: Yeah, but tell us a little bit about that. Tell us about the previous group.
2: Well, it, wa- it was. Uh, I moved to Pretoria. My interest in paranormal spiked there. And I started a paranormal blog. And I met a- another guy. And we started a group. And we called it. What paranormal researches, what of Pretoria, I can't even remember and That's how I met literally all of the people that's currently in the group, all the older members and um, That's where it all basically started. Apart from that
1: it was, a, it was a great group, it was a great group. Yeah, I mean that's literally how everything started um, yeah. I'm very thankful for those times. But that's, that's very interesting
0: because um, you just just saying that now, and why why do you think at that specific time and place all you guys sort of clicked together in the paranormal at that stage? I mean,
2: I don't know. And the interest was there, but it wasn't as great as it is now. Um, but I don't know. Somehow the people that are in our group now, all the members, I don't know. It's just like shit. To a <laughs> okay, let me rather say Flies moth to a lamp. Moth to a lamp. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: that's yeah. That's that's very interesting to me. That at that specific stage, there were a bunch of people really interested, and in a group was formed. I don't know how how does it happen these days because you don't find like-minded people. I mean, we've been looking for more investigators for a while now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's it's hard to discern if someone would be a, a good investigator, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's, it's very difficult. difficult. In,
1: in the chemistry, you're it's, it's like or a or part of a, being part of a band. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you either gel together or, or you literally you, you just don't and to get people to and I mean I know it sounds bad and, and, and please guys don't don't kill me for this, but it's difficult. I mean it's easy to say, oh, okay, cool, I like the paranormal and I want to
2: Everybody loves
1: the paranormal. Uh, I want to do this, I wanna go on investigations, I wanna freak out. Um it's it's difficult. It's that that's not what the paranormal investigations is. Um, oh my English there was very deliciousness, guys. <laughs> It's okay we, we try for we do try. People think it's it's like for example ghost adventures. Ghost Adventures and ten percent all the way go 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 go. Evidence, evidence, evidence. What they don't see is they don't see the literally like week, two weeks worth of research that goes into this location. I mean this is only after months of talking to the guys and finding out whether you can investigate, then you have permission. Um, weeks of research going into it, um, weeks of planning and, and getting a game plan together, then all the review. I mean, every single one of us has, has spent hours and hours and hours and countless of I usually, I, sorry I just put it in perspective for
0: people who don't I don't really understand the review process. So Let's say you're doing a nine hour investigation okay. and you're doing it on four cameras. So that's nine times four. That's how many hours you need to spend reviewing evidence.
1: And you can't you can't skip for a second because that second where you skip Yo, is you the second you miss where something. You catch the, the evidence. Yeah. Now, you even take that. Now we've got base cameras, like nine cameras recording for four hours, um, and you've got uh, guys that you shoot on the mobile devices. You've got guys <laughs> with uh, e, e, EVP recorders. You've got thermal. Video that you have to go through. You've got um, uh, connected evidence you have to go through. So it's literally—I mean, some of the investigations takes abso- absolutely. And I'm not underestimating this. It takes weeks, if not months, months yeah. uh, to review the evidence and make sure that you go through. It. And I mean, the worst part is, or okay, for me personally, I love that part: is to go through all of the evidence, not get a single thing. Um, because I think everyone thinks, every, now we're going back to the ghost adventure syndrome, where everyone thinks it's go all the time and you always get this perfect evidence. But I mean, yeah. you go through all of that and you get nothing. And, now, and, and, and even let's...
2: Have, let's talk about just sitting, uh, the actual investigation, you're sitting in an abandoned, dusty building for hours trying to capture evidence. I mean, that is not glamorous because it's not like, oh, I'm seeing the shadow person, let's run. No, it's not that. Yeah,
0: and I think another thing that needs to be taken into consideration is the fact that how much we love specific buildings, architecture, the history behind it, Mm -hmm. because otherwise, I think, you know, the, the novelty of being a paranormal investigator will wear off very easily. Because yeah. it's a long, like like you guys say, it's it's a it's a long hours in the
2: dark it's a lot does, of work. and
0: most mostly for nothing.
2: Yeah, I mean, not all of our investigations deliver profound evidence, yeah. and you have to be happy with that because I think that gives you credibility.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, like yeah, and it goes back to what you guys are saying. I mean, if we talk about, um, it takes a special kind of. Crazy, uh, so much <laughs> a mind of both of guys to to get together. That gels, That's wor- That that takes the time in. I mean, yes, this is okay. Let me address this issue quickly, guys. No, we do not get paid to, to do these investigations. No, we do not ask for money to do these investigations. We do it out of our pocket. Each of us has our own lives. We've got our full-time jobs, so that we do this after hours. So. To get the commitment of, like Charmaine said, seven years. Seven years every single day of... Every single of day. Dedicating yourself to finding locations, to re- reviewing evidence, to building the videos, to doing absolutely everything possible to tell the To this keep story. this going. And I, think mm. I think for us, just, just to make this clear again, we don't get an income out of this. So we're not in it for the money or fame or anything. We're literally doing this and this comes back for me for the whole methodology about it. Why do we do what we do? For me personally, we do it to find out more. We do it to find out what's of the day.
2: This my bread and my butter. Yeah, that's...
0: But, let, but let's, let, let's go back to that for a second. I'm just... Um, why Why... I think most people's perception would be, you know, then then why? You know, you just, it's, it's just a bunch of, you're just wasting your time.
2: I don't think we're wasting our time. I think because each thing that we have done so far has been published, has been recorded, yeah. videos, all of yeah, that, that's... and we are actually in the process educating the whole of South Africa, and not just about the paranormal, but educating them about the history that needs to be preserved. As well as all of the various places, because I mean, most of the time there's a place in your backyard which you don't even know about, sure. and but they are just seeing like the main places Kempton Hospital, Erasmus course, yeah. all of those. And actually, just go out and drive around and have a look about, it, and you'll actually see that there are so many places yeah. with lots of history and a story to tell.
1: Exactly, exactly. I mean. Uh not a single place where you go, and I mean, we talked about this a bit earlier off camera, but I mean, the whole thing of um, the life of a paranormal investigator, you go through to shops, you go, you drive through town to take your kids to whatever function they need to go to. <laughs> you, you just Schools. Schools. It's just, we want to you know, investigate schools. schools. Spaces, whatever. And as you drive past these places, you, you're like, oh my soul, this place is so old, the buildings are so old, I wonder that's what That's amazing. It is. And, and for us, I think I, uh, that's actually something that developed. In the beginning we were all paranormal, 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 but now it turned more into the story behind it, the history behind yes. it. Right? For me personally, yes, I mean, I'm, I'm completely hooked on, if I see an old building, um, I, I want to know what happened there, I want to know what was it used for. Mm. Um, etc, etc, and anything else is a bonus, um, but just just, just. a train of thought, Benon. coming back to what you said earlier as well, you know what's the best part of being an investigator for me? Going through those countless of hours of footage and to find nothing. I think that's the difference between us as well as well as the entire general population or community um, overseas, especially overseas, um, We, I think people are just quick to say, "Oh crap, that's paranormal," Um, whereas there's normally a logical explanation. Sean, please explain, explain this earlier. (laughs) Well, Well, everyone, what actually happened earlier off camera, and this is what we do.
2: Well, actually, um, that uh, came behind him, like we were busy talking before, and I couldn't take my eyes off it because this thing was like dangling the whole time. And I said, to her, I don't, know, I can't take my eyes off it. Like I'm thinking, why is it dangling? Is the window open? Is the door open, or whatever? And then he actually confirmed that the door was open. Whereas other people would have thought, shit, <laughs> it is haunted. It's not. It's just try to find oh, a logical reason.
1: We go into places with a uh, uh, idea, a legend, a story, mm. and we try to debunk it. Tro- yeah. And if it's debunked, you know what? It's not paranormal. Unless we can find something profound on evidence, something that we can give to you guys and say, look what we found. We are sure this is paranormal. Mm. Unless it's something like that, we have to debunk it. And this proves it. This is the example. It, yeah. well, there was a natural explanation for it. Instead of saying, going for the first thing, which my place is literally haunted. I mean, you guys know it. <laughs> yeah. Um, instead of saying that, oh, the gulls out again. Take a reason example, the wind is blowing, the doors are open, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, that's, I think, that's part of the mythology of what we do, of, of how we do it, is we try to go in with an open mind, try to think logically about it, scientifically about it, debunk everything we can, and everything that we cannot debunk.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay, but here's a, here's a question now. Um, I don't think we've
0: ever actually ever discussed this. Do you think All of our investigators have paranormal activity in their houses.
2: No, I don't think so. No. I don't. I think if you if you want to allow it, if you want to believe, like that thing dangling there, it it's something. Then yeah. I don't think
1: so. Well, well, I'm I'm going to reverse that to you, right? I'm going to ask you a question. Do you think paranormal activity exists absolutely everywhere at any single time? I mean let's take let's take your suburb that you guys live in. Alright. How many Which is an old suburb? Yes. And How we live in the
2: older on? houses.
1: So oh, if, if, if do. in theory every single person that passed on is a spirit or entity, don't you think it's a bit crowded?
2: We do we I think we've talked talked about this so much and we don't actually think so. 'Cause we do live in an old house yeah. in an old suburb, yeah, very old suburb. I think what oh just poked myself in the eye. I think what what does happen is and I, I don't have even the slightest paranormal explanation for this, yeah. is sometimes something passes through. Yeah, it's like we found that with this house, with the yeah. previous house, it's like it's not haunted, but sometimes something passes through and it's never to be seen or found again then I Don't know. Yeah,
0: it's 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 interesting. We, we live close to the Northcliffe, um Cliff Hill. Hill. Yeah, so um, you know there's there's been strange reports
2: UFOs, UFOs
0: all kinds of crazy Clouds burning happening. down yeah. and uh, thing things is, we, I
2: don't know
0: there's even a castle up there. We just can't find it. We can't find we a can't road find to get We can't find it.
1: <laughs> what but, the hell? but only <laughs> but, he knew someone with a drone, eh?
0: Um. Oh
1: what if? Yeah. Do you yeah,
0: drone? So, so I don't know. It's it. It might be. I don't know. I, I. I don't think that the activity is necessarily has been there for a while. I think it's. You know, what I I, I used to have this um a colleague of mine um she, she was very attached to the to the paranormal right so she she often saw stuff and it. it to her, it was like, I don't know, people have described this to me that they, they see them as normal people. And once um, I returned from, it was right after the, the lunatic asylum investigation. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she said, when I walked into the office, there was like, there were like 19.
2: No, she said like 14. Yeah, 14, 14. yeah.
0: Spirits walking into the, yeah. But
2: the thing is, we don't see that because we're like. We've just been to the most amazing investigation ever. We no. do not fucking care. <laughs> and it's just, dude, if, you, if there's like 14 souls, you need to go. You no, need but, to go
0: right but now. What was interesting, what she told me was that, you know, that they, they're all very confused and they didn't understand where they were. Like they, they were completely out of time. And so as the day goes on, they sort the of The thing dispersed. is, we,
2: and, and just to put this in perspective before you get angry, we are not mediums. We, we don't, yeah, you know, we're sensitive to energy because over the years we have grown accustomed to whatever is around us. You know, we can sense stuff in a way, but we are not mediums. So we, you know, if, if these stuff is around us, we, I don't know.
0: I, I, I literally just think that they, they latch onto your energy field and that just to get out. I think the reason why is they just wanted to get out of there.
2: But how come in our houses, like like Arnold said,
0: do you think... Maybe it's something that gets trapped there for a while and then, you know, eventually it just finds a way out, like like a snake or something. Or something you bring
2: in, I
1: don't know. That's the point I wanted to make earlier as well, and that's specifically why I asked you that question. I think if we... Let's... Let's for a, a, a little bit, forget about the, the logic and the science behind everything. Let's go into the whole um, psychic phenomenon of the paranormal experience in general. I wonder if it's not maybe a situation. I mean, like I mentioned, if you have to take every single person that passed on over the years and years and eons and days and thousands of years, there should be it should be quite crowded in the after <clears throat> So So... Um, Maybe they're everywhere, actually, and like you mentioned, they're passing through, and either you're open to the topic, and you're open to it, and you perceive something that happens as a paranormal activity, or you just, I mean, please don't, guys, yeah, please don't hit me with a Bible, but you're like a old... Old uh, Christian type in South Africa, which is, uh, to be honest, there's still a lot of people out there like that where you don't talk about it, you don't discuss it, you don't mention it's
2: it. It's taboo. Either. I mean,
1: <coughs> you talk, about yeah. you talk about ghosts, spirits, demons, demons, whatever. I mean, it's a very taboo topic still in South Africa. So, if you close you up with it, I mean, what's the one? What's the one advice we give to everyone with proper investigations? It's do not
2: indulge. People. Do not, yeah. in, and not that's exactly the same, if you, if so you, you want to see it in everything, you will.
1: Start. Yeah, yeah, and okay. I, 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 I think, um, I wonder if that isn't perhaps what's going on, um, it's the way you perceive things, in general, hmm. if I can sum up as that.
2: I actually Whether, agree I, with that.
1: you it, you look out for the signs and you can see it clearly, or you just close your mind to it, and you don't realize yeah. what's going on. Yeah,
0: okay. I think that's 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 the thing with us. You know, we've we've developed a consciousness of something outerworldly going on. Um, you'll you'll see it in the in your animals' behavior. Even very small children notice things that that that, that you don't. So, I think just that that fact is that the children can say, "There's there's a, there's a monster there," and it's it's literally not. You can just you, you you start to feel you, you you feel it you feel that something is actually you know they're not just making it up so there is definitely something and then having that awareness to know which way to deal with it in a responsible manner of course
1: mm-hmm. i mean and i think that's where we come in um if i if i can move it back to why do we do and what do we do? Why, do? why does Phoenix Paranormal exist? We try to give people answers to what they're thinking and what they're experiencing. So we go in and and we try to give them proof of the paranormal. No, we're not psychic like, like Shemaine mentioned. We're not psychics. We're not mediums. We're not people that goes in there and does some sort of prayer or ritual to get these things out or people or entities out. We just tried to give you peace of mind to say that, you know, go, you know, here's the evidence, you're not really? crazy. Um, you did experience something, we experienced it too. Or, and I mean, I remember specifically this, this investigation, private investigation, what we had, where the guys was The guys were experiencing um, uh, paranormal activity, and we discovered, I'm not sure if, I um, don't want to give anything away or locations away, but... Um, Specifically, it was the TV and the computer in the room that was causing high EMF. Sharma, can you remember that?
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but, like, extreme that high EMF. High EMF <laughs> We're a very old that, team. That, that, I mean, scientific fact, guys, by the way, high EMF causes hallucinations. It causes nausea, headaches, body aches. You hear stuff, you see stuff, it's hallucinations. So, that's because of high EMF. So now people think it's it's it's... Paranormal, but meanwhile it was just because of high EMF, and when they took away that element, everything became better. So that's what we try to do. We try to go in, advise, show and, them and truth that's that we have. That's the most you know, that's important,
2: important thing. People actually just because they are experience all of the all of these things, they just want to hear that they are not crazy
0: yeah I think just just being able to share means
2: a lot to them yeah to,
0: to, to share your story and, and have people look at you not that they're crazy but the, the thing that I personally um, experienced and it's it's quite strange because I got asked in the um, in the radio interview the other day about you know what would you tell a skeptic and the first thing that you know I was so stupid because I didn't think about the question that and the only thing that came out is that I haven't met a skeptic in a very long time. Yeah. Well, I did, there true, was there was this one true. this one colleague of mine. Um, she did she didn't believe in, in any paranormal or anything like that. Um, but she also believes that the earth is flat. So um, yeah, um, so <laughs> we can laugh at that. We know that that world is not flat. Anyway, so I think after after lockdown we have a conversation, as he, beca- he begins to tell me that, that he actually experienced a very hectic attack, a paranormal attack, like being pushed down onto the bed, like, you know, this is now someone who has no consciousness of, of any spirit activity around them, or, or any activity around them, getting physically attacked, and right after that, you know, what else are you going to believe? So, so it's interesting to me that everyone that I come across, they have a story.
1: Uh, what you say there is the truth, because I, okay, in my opinion as well, you will always a skeptic will always stay a skeptic, no matter what you give to him or what you prove to him, up until they have an experience mm-hmm. that changes the entire perspective. Yeah. And the, the second part of what I wanted to say with that is it's always funny where you get like these. Um, you get people that say, oh, I, oh it's stables, so it doesn't exist, and all it's demonic and it's devilish and all of that Satanism. But let me tell you something that I experienced that as a child. I I saw a ghost when I was a child. So they're, they're quick. Me to, too. are normally quick to say it doesn't exist and it's either demonic or it's. Um, uh it's unchristian-like or unreligion-like if i could okay just you know, yeah we just like that. sorry but they always have stories of a spork story yeah or a ghost story yeah in their
0: childhood yeah. sorry exactly. sorry to interrupt i don't know um it just i just want to touch on something you you mentioned it twice now you know uh, specifically religious people who don't they don't talk about demonic entities but you know if if you're if you're religiously that way inclined, being a, a, a full-hearted Christian, then do you need isn't it, isn't it natural to be aware of, of of the of the evil forces out there because it's obviously the flip side of what you believe, in, right? I don't know. That's that that's actually how I got back to into my into my religion
1: was because of paranormal, because of the paranormal. It's true. I mean, I, I think you know what. Guys, um, now I'm talking to the internet's people out there, me, our fans. Please um, <laughs> don't respond for the following, but let's take, let's take Christianity because, I mean, I'm a Christian, you guys are Christian and all of that. I mean, we're proudly Christians, so let's take it from that perspective. But I think this counts in general in every faith and every religion. If you actually read the Bible... If you actually study your own religion, you will realize that they talk about that so many bloody times where they talk about spirits, where they talk about hauntings, where they talk about demonic entities, they talk about ghosts, they talk about the paranormal in general. So normally, if someone comes up to me and tells me, you know what, I am a Christian, and I don't believe in paranormal, give me the proof. I'll just tell them, listen, open the Bible. Have you actually read that book? I mean, I've read it cover to cover. How many times? And there's so many passages where they talk about soul, King Saul, and, and, and Solomon, and everything that where they experience these paranormal happenings. But people are just they just shut everything off. They're so scared about it. They're all They're so, scared. Yeah. I, think, I, I can't remember the proper word for it, but through the years they've been they've been almost like sensitized to the topic of paranormal and ghosts and all of that that it doesn't exist it's a taboo topic you don't yeah. to talk about it. but here's a but thought one thing so, sorry one thing no, i want to it. mention it's one thing people don't realize is we've been we've been we've been cornered and asked by a couple of churches a couple of religions to investigate we've been I've personally been asked by a couple of, uh, someone in the NG faith community, um, New apostolic faith community, a couple of priests and all of that, to say the way they said that, listen, these guys are experiencing something, don't you just want to go have a look and see if there's something there? So, it's difficult for me, I know this is religion in general is a very dangerous topic, especially in South Africa, but to touch on that topic, how can you if, if if the if your faith talks about it does exist, I mean literally go read your faith, it does exist. If your churches and everything does reach out and say, you know what, these people need help, they need confirmation or whatever, how can yeah. you turn around and say, You know what, this still But that's
2: exactly the thing, is talking. who's gonna help these people? Because Often, I've had many people contact us and nobody wanted to come out to help them. Um, does that make you bad for trying to help I think them? No, uh, no, because no, no. nobody else wants to help them and they are panic-driven. They do not know what's yeah, going on and really they are scared. scared. Yeah. So I don't really believe, in my opinion also, it's just black and white, you know. Uh, yeah. It's not face-fab, you know.
0: Yeah, getting back to the, the, the paranormal, um, and I think over time I think we've lost a certain respect for the dead, if that makes any sense. Um, I'm just thinking about, you know, I think when you, we've when you lost respect
2: for bullies, because 'Cause we've had a lot of those, you know. In the in the in the spiritual world.
0: Yeah, but yeah. but I'm I'm going back now and, and to ancient times, thinking about the Egyptians how the dead were treated um, like the pharaohs for instance you oh the, you mean like that, the, oh that okay. ritualistic yeah. respect um, you know and now we just cremate we just cremate people there's not even a a stone, is a little plaque on a wall you know
2: even with Covid nowadays I mean I've just seen like a, a people just like literally not even lowering the casket in, it's just like throwing it in by, with so COVID. So what I understand what you're saying. So I think
0: you know people m- might have lost lost respect for the dead because it's it's something that obviously happens to everyone. But that remembrance, I don't know. It's it's. I think the point I I, I want to make is um, maybe it's just because we've we've just lost touch with the spiritual, our spiritual selves in in society today. You know, are we all we're all about this now? You know, we don't. We don't we don't spend enough spiritual time with ourselves and with and and with
1: um, whatever your beliefs are, if you're a Christian or you know. Mexican community overseas. I mean, uh, they've got literally have the Day of the Dead, um, where they celebrate the ones who passed on, and I mean the whole point of that is that, uh, and I think in their faith and culture is that if you start forgetting about someone. If you start forgetting how they looked like and all of that, then literally they die in eternity. They don't just physically, um, wow. they passed on already. But it's, it's interesting. I mean, I can think of a couple of movies even and a couple of documentaries I've seen where yeah, on the day of the day, they go and they honor those loved ones where they actually erect almost like a type of a shrine with their photos and they pay respect to those people who passed on. And the entire idea behind it or mythology behind it is that as soon as you forget... What they did, if you forget their names, if you forget their face, who they are, their identity, then they physically die in the eternal realm. And I think that's quite actually beautiful that, that and sad. What people are uh, oh. giving respect to the ones passed on. I mean, I hate it when these. these I'm going to say it, um, Zach Baggins, if you watch the show, awesome, you're, you're awesome, thank you, give us a like, Just Stop my name, <laughs> <laughs> it's really you.
0: Ha ha ha. Ghost Adventures, I, I,
1: I do not like Ghost Adventures, because they go in full force, they, on the attack from the get-go, they disrespect the ones, that, the, the dead, and that's how they get the evidence, let's be honest about it, they, uh, um, they mock them and they taunt them and they pull them out and that's not what we do. We try to get evidence without going that level with we're still with paying respect to the ones who passed on in the area. Yeah. Um sometimes we push a bit hard, don't get me wrong, we do get our times, especially when kids are involved and especially where people are um, attacked, then we, we try yeah, to push um, like you said, to to like bullies, yeah.
2: Just sing, Full
1: circle. but in general, we actually um, cute
0: little <laughs> <laughs> Um
1: But yeah, I, I, I think um, from my side, Vainant and Sean, I mean, the best freaking friends I can ever, and that's the whole point. We're family,
2: mm.
1: we're Phoenix family. Uh, we're being a part of Phoenix is being a part of an extended family, Yeah. yeah. and we know. It as kids, we grow up, we, we live with each other in all those, not literally, I mean, two different locations, but you get what I mean. Yeah. We live. It's, it's a culture and building. House. <laughs> yeah. Um, Inside a house. Doing what we do is it, something special, and I think the whole point of this series that we want to start now, this first episode, is delving into South Africa's paranormal. I mean,
0: Cause it is we're going to try and
1: re- Oh, exactly. So We're going to try and reach so out unique. to everyone. We're going to try and reach out to other groups and and have a yes. discussion with other Let's groups. Have that. a discussion with 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 other people and, and discussing different topics from cursed objects right through to whole um, mythology about uh, about the paranormal. Oh. Every single topic. So, guys, if there is a topic that you can think of, if you guys have questions, yeah, please, please ask us in the comments below. Talk to us. Um, and uh, if you guys like this so much, then maybe we can schedule like a live event sometimes. And yeah, it's, like, real yeah that's
0: all great. Because,
1: that's always fun. Yeah.
0: It's always fun to do yeah.
1: live On the flight questions. <laughs> hey, 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 hey.
0: <laughs> uh, all
2: right. Uh, <laughs> okay, I've got a
0: quick fire question. Just a quick fire question for, for both of you. What What is the most profound paranormal piece of evidence that you've seen? It can be a TV show... It can be
2: Ach, let's keep something, it local, man. something
0: that we've caught. It can, yeah. What's, what's, what's the most profound piece of paranormal evidence? Anything can be anything. Okay, I, 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 I can, I can, I can go with that. Um, if it, it has to be evidence, then not a personal
2: experience, physical experience. Yeah, yeah, physical evidence. evidence yes. I think yes. okay. sprinkle. Okay. <laughs> I think um, the six-foot, like wanker sprinkle—that <laughs> is my go-to evidence. <laughs> yeah,
0: but that was. Pr- that, uh,
2: this, uh, the, this, there was just no that, denying it in no, office. So let's sprinkle the goalies. It helped. The Stonkeri, Benavatakarisingi. That's
1: a very good one. Yeah, that one. Arne. There's a couple for me, but I'm gonna make this two. I'm gonna I'm gonna go international and I'm gonna go local. Okay. Okay. Uh, international. Uh, do you guys remember Taps? Um, it was like this TV show Taps. I, yeah. I love Taps. Uh, Jason Hall. That and, was me, yes, two
2: thousand and nine. Yes, we know
1: <laughs> And then I was like,
2: can I actually do this in the dark? I do not know. I'm so scared, but I want to do this. Yeah, that was Act like two thousand and nine. <laughs>
1: They did this one um, investigation at a, at a um, library where they actually caught a female apparition appearing on screen. You can see the dress, you can see the era of the clothes she's wearing and she's literally like just walking and gone. Um, that was absolutely oh. amazing. Wow. yeah And
2: Goosey.
1: Local evidence. Oh, we caught so many things. It's very difficult. Um, mm. If you go into the connect, Charm, I think there was. We we did an investigation in, in 18th Avenue, Pretoria, where we used the connect specifically as well. I'm not I sure. It. I don't think. you can remember. Remember it.
0: Mm. Where
1: you can see physically the entity appearing. You can see the connect yeah. forming around it, and they just turn and they're gone. Yeah. There was. Almost better for me than the six-foot banker.
2: Yeah, I like I like his six-foot banker. I like why
1: well, he's epic. You can see something <laughs> manifesting. You can see something take form, interact with the world, and disappear.
2: But it was weird because it was it was like a morph. It was not just a entity. Of, it was like a... yeah, there were two. But the one that I'm thinking about was just not Blob
1: and any annie ian The other one was in the stairs, but I think that was almost a glitch, but There's so many pieces of evidence. We, we can talk about the handprint, the thermal handprint we mm. got um, oh, at uh, the house in as well. We can talk about the luneke asylum evidence we got there, Class A um But Mark yeah, um, That's, that's, that's the go-to. That's, that's, that's bad actually bad. my go-to evidence. Someone asked me to play them some evidence. I play that clip normally to them. Mm. Um, But there's lots. Um, I think people need to just check out our top 10 videos and... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's...
2: And and not even the top 10, even just the old doctor's mansion. We had excellent EVPs there. Yeah. Excellent SP7 responses as well.
1: On on that topic, demonic versus normal. Okay, when I classify normal, normally there's like three types of entities. You get like intelligent haunting residual haunting and demonic haunting what do you guys think most most court in if, if you look at our, your paranormal career um for lack of a better term or have you ever experienced most,
2: this? most court would be intelligent and i think most of our investigations were intelligent because they responded real time um, i think even actually least tie um, would be demonic and residual. Residual, I think, was like Smith's house. That was f- dead, like nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Demonic, also, except obviously the old wrought So we had something there, but we have discussed this that previously. But yeah, yeah. I think intelligent in my personal. Experience yeah, I think
0: demonic. Demonic is very mm-hmm. rare. I don't. I don't think it's 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 something we come across often. Um,
1: yeah.
0: In my mm-hmm. mind there's always a few and one dominant kind of in charge mm-hmm. I don't know and from from my experience because you have a very different perspective before you start investigating than you do afterwards so it's because every investigation is different and like that you start stacking up a certain idea of what's going on in your head mm-hmm. so that's what it's like for me I, I, I see it as one dominant and a bunch of Okay. Oh, yeah like yeah smaller I see it as a landlord there's there's a landlord and then there's the residents. okay actually? yeah I, that's the kind of perception I get with with the dem, demonic thing there's, there's there's one thing and it's in a specific place and you just you just know um residual i think it occurs residual occurs in your in everybody's home on a daily basis Um, So if you're at a certain place at a certain time and a temperature is a certain temperature Then this thing will play and if you catch it, I think that's Actually very very Mm. profound when you do catch something like that because if the conditions have to be perfect Mm. When the sound was first repli- like replicated, or the or the scene was replicated, so mm. I think that's 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 quite interesting. I, I think it's hard to distinguish um, between between um, different kinds of um, residual energy, but intelligent, like you say, they do respond yeah, in real time. And yeah, you just it. know. Mm. It's like your soul tells you,
2: mm.
0: just,
2: you and it, it. smells. I've never had.
1: I, I can't talk in experience when it comes to the of demonic because, in my opinion, I've never experienced a demonic. I've never seen that classical. I mean, when we. When we I think, first of all, we need to classify um, how do you know it's demonic? I mean, we can only take on what what case studies, on what other groups have experienced and all of that, where they say that there's this salt smell, that there's. Um, Insects dying from from unnatural causes, and it's just this feeling of unwellness. <laughs> Look at fun. this bee! Look at him! He died from from polio.
0: Very unnatural.
1: Uh,
2: but 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 in all honesty, I mean, the only place that I have. Smell that rotten smell was with that um, real estate property in Benoni. I know the, I you like, mentioned it yeah, the other day. I, I did legit smell and I did feel like I wanted to run out of there but, oh, go go. but, <laughs> this is not the polio go go. <laughs> It is the polio bug.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Very unnatural death.
2: Very unnatural.
0: (laughs) Usually they die
1: from heart attacks, but this, I've never seen this before. (laughs) Strangely enough guys, talking about sulfur smell linked to paranormal, I'm, now that I'm literally thinking of it, um, and I think we did cover this in the previous uh, vlog as well. But just to just seeing it as this is a new series, hmm. we did investigation, a couple <laughs> of investigations. All, still thinking about and the bees. Yeah,
2: okay, yeah, I can. I can still all
1: the yeah, I I never find. Victoria. And yeah, something. It smelled in like a battery acid. Exactly. Yeah. it was a salt smell everywhere. And,
2: no specific no, spot. What was. In a nutshell,
1: to just give everyone a, a background of what happened was, with the art you've got this in the entry hall. You've got this massive staircase going up oh, yeah, to yeah. the gallery area upstairs, and we were we were chasing down some noises that we heard. And this one investigator, he started, Dave. He started to raise his hand to tell us, "Listen, wait." Till he hears and he something. just froze. He just
2: like
1: that. He just completely froze like yeah. that. And, and it small like that There's so That's many it. things that I can say right now. I mean, like going back to, to skeptics. I mean, again, no matter what evidence you give to skeptics, they're not going to believe unless they experience it. But I went to Dave. I mean, I'm a pretty strong guy. I tried to pull his arm down and I couldn't do it. He's, he was literally like frozen in place. And he had that battery acid sulfuric acid smell yeah M- and not even 10 minutes after that multiple investigators on different locations in the hall saw the exact same dark entity it looked like actually it was almost like a mimic um mimic of someone standing on the gallery looking down smiling at everyone with dark eyes yeah and but literally you, it was like
2: a gray skin
1: okay, well, and they in different locations. So that was the closest for me where we came to paranormal activity, uh, uh, demonic activity. Um, and I've never in my life experienced something like that. Um, Jeez. That, that day we experienced. And, um, and I would love to go back.
2: Just also t- from, Just to just to give perspective on that from, from my side, I was actually on a staircase when this all happened and I was looking down at Dave. Um, and I don't know what happened to me as well. It was very unexplained, but I froze. Like, I could see what was happening, but it was like I'm seeing what's happening, but I can't do anything. It was very weird. And Dave also said that um, what happened, what he saw is um, like a black something entity, and he heard a growl. That was it. After that, he can't remember anything and he was paralyzed.
1: Yeah, Jeez. that's that's sorry, frightening. He had a heart, heart attack now because as you were telling that story, um, I heard mm-hmm. this screeching noise coming, and it's actually my daughter opening up the door to go to the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> no, <it's>,
0: no.
1: <laughs> but that's that's frightening sorry. though. That's fight,
0: but 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 with something like that, I get the impression that it, it's sort of it's just like a negative thing that sits and nests in a certain spot in the location. But it
2: wasn't there previously when we investigated. Really? No. No.
0: That's strange.
2: No. Okay, so I think actually, all of that's that for a All
0: right, yeah, I think let's. wrap it up. will wrap it
1: up. But yeah, guys, then, uh, thank you. Uh, we've thank got you for, so many stories. Thank you for the first episode from us. But if if I can just say, guys, thank you for every single like. Thank you for every single comment, negative, good, bad, worse, whatever it is. Thank you for all the support um, that we get from the public in general, and I think our international community, or especially our local community. And there's so many groups starting right now, and and I want to take literally this chance in thanking all of you um, um, and just say, reach out, let's let's talk, let's discuss, I mean, let's collaborate, uh, because we're all in this together. I think the discussion about the paranormal in South Africa is much bigger than just one group or much bigger than Mm. just one person, Mm -hmm. and we need to work together, need to share data, need to to collab, so, Yeah. yeah. Thank you to everyone and thank you to um you guys. <laughs> you the Phoenix family, every single yeah. investigator out there, every the single viewer, person that spent so many times the viewer, thank investigating you investigating and everything. Yeah. That's from my side, Arnu.